Welcome to Gaming Gripes, hosted by Charlie Wicks and Jim DeRay, two gamers at SUNY Precious who love to talk about all things games. This week we're talking about Xbox Game Pass, the subscription service for Microsoft's gaming platform, which provides players with tons of games on the Xbox platform every month for a low price. But some news has recently cropped up that Microsoft admitted in internal documents that Game Pass sales could potentially and have potentially been lowering sales of actual games on their platform, which has been a pretty contentious topic ever since the service's conception. We're joined today by Damon Shaddis, another student at SUNY Purchase who enjoys PlayStation over everything else, uh, which is Xbox's competitor. Damon, hi. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. Today we're talking about Xbox. You know what's funny? When we met, um, I remember like the one thing that got us talking was the fact that um we had had the Xbox set up in the in our dorm room and um I think I think it was Game Pass was was what got us um all moving in that dorm if you ask yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. No. What, what was the game we played again? It was Gun Game or what was that gun game called? Enter the Gungeon. Enter the Gungeon. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that one. And uh yeah. here we are 4 years later talking about talking about the downfall of game pass so. <laughs> it's fucking crazy i know yeah so it's tell insane. me your thoughts man um honestly i think it's kind of hilarious that this thing that was created to give as many people gaming experiences that they've never had before or like just access to a lot of games that they either couldn't afford because they were like too old and expensive to buy like on physical or they just weren't like there on digital or whatever it just even the some of the newer games like having to pay like this price like as like almost a subscription service i think that it's like really funny because now it's showing that it's actively hurting game developers and like buying like physical games let alone like like just game sales in general because it's like well if you can subscribe to this thing that'll just give you access like basically like a one-time fee for i think it is um like a one-time fee like every year or something like that then you can just have like 60 now 70 dollar games for like like a quarter of that price i think and Mm -hmm. i think that that's a big issue when it comes to xbox because if it's hurting their game sales and they won't be able to like invest in new ips or give developers like the proper support that they need when developing games i want to say because xbox has been like leaning towards like developing like more of their own games i guess this generation because last gen xbox Mm. had like no exclusives whatsoever and if game pass is going to like potentially hurt uh the developers that are making these games we might just like see less and less of them depending on how everything goes with game pass Mm. does this news surprise you at all damon like because xbox game pass has been out for like a few years now and Mm. Only now is it coming out, like Microsoft saying themselves, like, oh, yeah, this potentially hurts developers. I mean, I'd say it doesn't surprise me, but I'll be honest, and it kind of does surprise me because of, I guess, the sheer, like, numbers or whatever, like, that they put out, um, which off the top of my head, I can't remember, or if there was anything that it was, like, how bad it's hurting developers, that's what surprised me. But I knew that, like, with anything, sort of, like, if you're going to pay this service that's, like, practically giving away games, like, like, I mean, not for free, but basically for free like people aren't having to buy new games because xbox is trying to be this like company that's like very like non-exclusive and like anybody can play the games if they have like pay this price like especially if it's like a subscription service 
I think that it's like really strange the way that it's kind of developed over the last few years of being this like huge thing where now people expect that they're going to get all these like sort of titles and like now what if Xbox has to cut back on that because of what's happening like are they going to release less games like are less games going to be like AAA titles going to be added to Game Pass or things like that like I think that unfortunately is the part that's surprising to me where it's like wow i'm i think like later is when we're gonna see the effects of it because right now it's just like yeah this kind of is happening that's Mm -hmm. fair yeah i I can i can definitely sympathize with the thought of like oh they had a business model that looked like it worked from the start and then now you're kind of seeing it slowly deteriorate like you know from the from the get-go especially Mm -hmm. i think like if you ask me like it's probably going to hurt indie developers the most because, you know, you have, um, you have the bigger games coming out, like, you know, the, all the Bethesda titles, people are always going to buy that, especially considering that like Xbox has PC on its side and Mm -hmm. it always will. So, you know, it's always going to have that revenue, but indie, indie developers rely sort of on um, that free, those free numbers coming in from being on like such a huge platform and kind of sucks that, you know, it looks like Xbox kind of fumbled a little bit on that one. Mm Mm-hmm. If you ask me, like it's it's um it's kind of like a battle of two ideologies. Like uh, you have PlayStation on one end that's very business friendly towards themselves, mm-hmm. and they rely definitely more on the whole. Yeah, we'll do what's best for the consumer in terms of yeah, we'll make a really great game, but at the end of the day, it's what comes for the dollar value for me. Mm-hmm. And then you have Xbox on the other hand saying, "Hey, look, we're like I think Xbox's whole draw definitely relies on the whole gamer friendly side of the world of hey, play as many games as you want." just pay $15 a month. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, per- you know, actually recently I, I canceled my subscription with Xbox. Cause, um, oh, yeah, yeah, no, cause I wasn't playing it for like three months out of the time. And I, even during the pandemic, like, you know, I wasn't playing it anymore. I'm not, oh, I'm wow. not that surprised that, um, that it's come to this, but yeah, no, I would definitely like, have you, st- have you been still playing Xbox lately or is it just, no. I don't know if you own one actually, do you? No, I, I personally, no, I don't own an Xbox. I have an okay. Xbox one, like, base launch model at like home but i i haven't played it in like years um the only console that like i've wanted is like a playstation like a home console at least for like the past few years it's like a playstation and now i have a playstation 5 and that's all i really need it does like everything that i need it to do i'm not interested in what microsoft is offering but that's just like a personal like opinion still like you know the the, their job is to get you interested (laughs) that's kind of yeah You, yeah. you could argue that that like in and of itself is kind of like you know the the crappy part about what's going on with them right now mm-hmm. people have always been i guess skeptical of game pass and its inherent value ever since its release because i feel like a lot of it seems too good to be true because mm-hmm. it's just like such like a low price and then you have like these like triple a titles that are coming out day one on game pass and then you like stop and think it's like how do they even like make money on this and that's mm-hmm. something that i still wonder but I don't know, apparently it is like bad for the developers. And I guess mm. it's, it is good for the consumers. If you remember last gen, Microsoft was like not consumer friendly at all. You couldn't even buy the Xbox without the Kinect. Yeah. And it's nice to see that they've been more consumer focused this generation, but I feel like that might be hurting developers in a way. I mean, it's kind of like the movie industry right now, right? Like the yeah. film industry oh, that too. Um, is yeah. big into like streaming movies so like there's now cable has been overtaken by streaming services and then that means that tv and even like the film industry 
like films have been like moved to these like subscription services and they're all pining for your attention. So they create these like exclusive experiences that you can only get there. And I mean, to be like, to be honest, I don't think we know how much like earnings wise, like one of those movies make like i think about netflix where it's like what's like a big like weekend for them like because they did like a you know if they have like a new netflix like movie dropping it's kind of like a film opening right and it's mm -hmm. like it, the same sort of idea with like a game it's like well if that comes out the same day and it's like people are just like streaming it do those engagements with that product like streams does that mean dollar signs like does it work like views on youtube does that work on game pass does it's like how many people click and download it does that like is that a cut is it just a cut of the subscription like price to the developers and it's like if it fails like let's say to make back its budget because it couldn't compete in this like highly contested and kind of i mean unfair market that we have now i mean it's kind of fascinating uh to look at it you could also argue that like you know not to say i'm not going to accuse netflix of like doing any shady stuff but um mm. they count their own views it's not like count, youtube it's not like youtube where they're showing the actual views but they're saying hey it's a top 10 list here's the most popular movie this week and you know you see red notice or something like that there and um i don't know i feel like i heard a lot more about bird box and bird box only made like 30 million or something mm -hmm. like that and that was a whole trend that was going on where everyone was talking about that movie even if you hadn't seen it yeah so it's like think of it like a developer releasing like just like hey we're gonna like update this game and then like not releasing patch notes like it's sort of like the same idea or they're like they say we're gonna do this but like no one actually knows like what they did or like what the numbers were that were like how successful like a movie was because they keep it like under, under lock and key yeah, yeah pretty no. much that makes sense yes yeah, it's, it's just insane do you think subscriptions are the way of the future in gaming i guess because digital games themselves have become a lot more prevalent than physical releases in the last few years and then mm. uh microsoft started out like with games for xbox live or xbox live gold and then that kind of evolved into game pass mm. and now Sony has like their different tier lists of like games that you can get for like a subscription. And then even Nintendo started doing like tier lists where you can get like some of their more or some of like their legacy titles. It seems to be like, I don't want to call it like a trend, but like all the big companies are doing it. I guess, do you think that they are like the way of the future? Or do you think that people will want to like own what they purchase? I mean, I'd say it's an inevitability more so of a trend it's it's kind of like that's just where we're gonna go and like the mass public is not concerned with thinking about things in that sort of way of like physical like holding on to like their physical things because it's all accessed at like our fingertip and like a digital age so people like i might myself included like i have i think i can count on one hand the amount of like physical playstation games that i have but i have like a ton of digital games because the playstation store is readily available for me and because i have like an ssd that has like a terabyte of storage that i installed like i have just a lot of space so i can have digital games and get like either new releases or releases that 
sometimes don't have a physical copy online for cheaper. Like if they're having like a deal, then the physical disc would be if I were to go out and to a game store, which there aren't really any of besides GameStop. But like it all depends on where you live, um, how close you are. Or like, you know, going to Target, but it's like, I don't like if there's like a game, for instance, like that's a few years old. Like I recently, I'll give you an example. I bought um, both Nino Kuni uh, one and two because I wanted to play them. Um, same thing with Persona 5 Strikers. And I wanted to play them, but the disc versions of those games haven't been on store shelves, like physical store shelves in like years. So I'd have to outsource to a third party to get that. I just oftentimes like the PlayStation sale was cheaper. I think that people like physical media. I think that people like to hold things in their hands. Like, why do you think like books are still around? I think that that's like just an inevitability of the industry at this point. I I, I'd right. like to go back to. Yeah, I, agree. <laughs> I think we all would. I think, yeah. I think that <clears throat> subscription services are here to stay. And I think mm -hmm. that they'll coincide with both physical and digital releases. I don't think that one is going to like replace the other. I can't see that. I can, yeah. I can, I can sympathize with that too. Although I think it's going to, I think this is the biggest it's going to get, if that makes any sense. Um, Besides like mm -hmm. some major third party, like Amazon or um, hell, even Twitch doing something like huge where they have subscription gaming um, and they, they, you know, reinvent the wheel and I get proven wrong. I don't <laughs> think that, um, I can't really see a world where, like, you know, it's Steam, PlayStation Store, and Xbox Store. Mm. Those are those are the big guys. I can't really see a world where there's like where we get bombarded by options like we do with movies and um and streaming platforms, like you know, the traditional way. Mm. Um, I definitely think that that's that there are pros and cons though. Like, you know, obviously when it comes to pricing, the only thing keeping pricing stable is the fact that there are competitors. And the more PlayStation gets like the hold of that footing, I feel like that's when it gets worse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, in terms of the right now, like the knife edge that gaming's on when it comes to corporate gaming, I feel like it's going to just stay where it is because nobody's really going to make that next move. You're probably yeah. right. Yeah. Still I mean, not great. Still not great. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just saying I don't think it's going to get worse. Vote with your wallet, I, I guess. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. at the worst, I think it's just going to get a lot more either really it's either going to go Xbox way or, or PlayStation's way. And it looks like it's just going PlayStation's way when it comes to business friendly. So that's where we stand right now, I guess. Uh, yeah, no, that's it. The future is pretty, I guess, uncertain for mm -hmm. gaming subscription services. It's going to be interesting to see where Microsoft takes it, especially after they acquire companies like Activision Blizzard, which is going to be like huge. I'm wondering where that'll go. The yeah. uh, game pass. If, if it goes. If it goes. Yeah, I think no, it will. I, I think it will too. I think PlayStation's gonna try hard to stop it, but yeah. yeah they have been. But thank you, Damon, for uh coming on here. Yes, yeah, Damon, you're awesome. Thank you. Anytime, anytime. Yeah. Thank and you for that, having me. That's game grips. <laughs> See you for the next one. <laughs>